This is Paul. And welcome back to CP Time. Is that our song? Mm-hmm. CP Time. Okay. And our cat Charlie is here as well. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. He just jumped up in front of the... Oh, there we go. <coughs> so, it's been a minute because we've been busy with projects and quarantine stress. <coughs> what have we been doing since we last checked in? Uh, watching Amazon Prime. What have we been watching? Uh, reality, BBC reality shows. <sighs> Talk about it. Talk about it. No, it's not that remarkable. It kind of it's is kind inspiring. Of, kind of like English Tiger King, you know? <laughs> no. It's about um, families that were given a windfall of 26,000 pounds to get off the dole or benefits. Yeah, so these are, we watched a show called The Great British Benefits Show, which is about families who are on welfare in England. Mm-hmm. Mind you, their welfare system is a lot better than ours. <laughs> yeah. They pay because, for the whole housing. Well, I mean, but... <laughs> their tax, you know, their taxes are very different than ours, but right. they're, they're really poor people are not like really poor like our poor people. So it seems to us, yeah. They're, they're really poor people like can live without a job. They can live off the dole. Yeah. With kids. Yeah. Well, um, we <coughs> we got watching it. And it actually, we were watching it sparked a lot of conversations about being smart with your money. We actually had a lot of this. So they get the $26,000 and they'd be like, so they pick first, thing, first thing I'm going to do is go buy a motorcycle. No, first thing I'm going to do is take my family out for, for lo- shrimp, lobster dinner. Lobster dinner and my neighbors. Everyone coming for lobster dinner. It was That's the worst they, British they accent picked, I've ever done. They picked three <coughs> very different kind of British families. Right. Um, to And they give them 26 grand and they have to get off welfare. But in this time, it's so it just seems so appropriate to be watching it now. Because we have no money coming in. And like thinking about like what would 26000 which is about... Twenty-eight, twenty-nine thousand dollars do for us. We we'll pay for our mortgage and all that. Yeah. But these people make a lot of not good choices. <coughs> you know, they're like, I bought, I'm, I've never been able to buy my children um, presents and treats, so I go out and I bought them candy. Oh, I'm really my British accent is horrible today. But it's... it 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 made us talk a lot, didn't it? Yeah, it was an interesting show. Couple seasons of it. People making good decisions. Good people that got in. It, mostly, when they give the money to, what what seemed like smart people who had bad things happen to them, like a a couple who had a, a really handicapped child that they had to stay home and take care of, yeah. and a wife who had cancer, and th- those people knew how to bounce back a lot better than the people who were like on welfare for 50 years <coughs> yeah there were like, some people i got Sorry big for plans i yeah. got big plans i'm gonna open this shop and then when they find out that they can't lock into a four-year lease then they're like now i'm gonna be a gardener yeah that's interesting now i'm gonna do this and how hard it is to get off of the system and yeah yeah clearly some of them <coughs> and i guess you have to credit the producers clearly some of them were very lazy yeah. 
And you could tell after they got 26 grand that they were lazy. And clearly some of them yeah. learned. Some people learned. I think the guy from the first season who wanted to open a knickknack shop and ended up having a table at a flea market, I think he learned something. Yeah. Wait, what the other show we watched, we binged? What else? What we... we also watched a, a show about... Um, Ugh. Arranged Roman, oh my God, gypsy marriages, which is a train wreck. What? No, I've got, uh, I've got a fourteen-year-old no. boy, and I want to marry him off. Yeah, I'm not being intolerant as far as people's beliefs and backgrounds. But they batshit crazy. But the Roman gypsies, they batshit crazy. Dear Lord, that's some different stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you reach 13, 14 years set old, of rules. you getting in a marriage. Yes. And they have like pregnant 14 year olds running around that they're hiding from the government. That's horrible. And yet we couldn't turn it off. So, yeah, it was like something about us. (laughs) 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 Uh, We took a couple walks, social distance, social distance walks. We fought a little bit. What's going to happen when you're in 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 a house in confined quarters? With the same per- person or people for how many weeks has it been now? <laughs> lost track. How many weeks has it been? It's <coughs> I, been almost eight weeks. Has it? It's been almost eight weeks. I've done a video every day on YouTube starting about uh, about six days after quarantine. And tonight will be my 49th video. Give me a high a five. Give me smack it. 49 yes. straight days. 49 days in a row. And how many days have we been doing yoga? Oh my goodness, we're on 30, tomorrow will be 38. Yes, nonstop. We did We did a 30-day yoga with Adrian Mishra. <laughs> Shout out to Adrian. I he wants you. to marry her. If my, this marriage doesn't work out, hey, I'm in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I love you. Yeah, I don't think that's attainable, so I'm not even <laughs> She's worried. unattainable. <laughs> So we did Adrian Mishler, <laughs> 30 days of yoga, which was awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really manageable. If you've never done yoga, she really paces it well. Some days are really easy. You get this 12, 15 Yeah, some days you're yoga. like, I got this. And you're, it's like, wow. I'm a, I'm a yoga. I'm a yogi. And then so after 30 <laughs> days was over, Chris is like, let's do it again. But there was a new and version. We look up called... and there's there's different versions that Adrian does. Yoga there's Revolution. one called Home. Yeah, we there's do. one called Yoga Revolution. So she... we're like, we're doing Yoga Revolution. Let's do Yoga Revolution. And Paul's and this like, one goes how... up to like goes up to eight. Paul's like, how many minutes is this yoga? I'm like, they all look to be at least thirty minutes. They're and all he's at like, least thirty shit. minutes. Although there's kind of like silly stuff in the beginning, like noodle arms. We did noodle arms. Yeah, that today was actually like kind of fun. Minutes. I like the noodle arms. But this this yoga is harder and longer. <coughs> yeah. And I love Adrian. She has the tendency to kind of tell you to breathe in and then get in a really hard pose and then she'll talk for four minutes. I think she does that on purpose. Before she says breathe out. Yeah. I I kinda hate that. So we also, I know like some of you might roll your eyes because it's not an essential. We did one day, whew, sorry, I'm yawning. One day we did go to, uh, a, what's it called? A farm. Bedner's Farm. Bedner's Farm. farm. Because Shout my wife to... desperately wanted well, to plant. Well, here's the thing. Flowers. I wanted, I did want to plant some flowers in front of our house. And I did feel like it was safe because the website said they let 25 people in at a time. And 
And guess where it's going to snow this week? I know. Here's the thing. <laughs> so I made this nice little plot in front of our house. And then they're like, it's going to be an Arctic blast. <laughs> I was like, what? You're going to get a feed of snow. And so like now <laughs> I spent that money. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Frost. Anyway, so we did that one day. And yes. we cooked together one night. We've been cooking together a lot. Yeah. <laughs> very for people who are supposed to stay home, we we leave the house about once a day to go do something. It feels well, like. But not well, we'll clarify we, we, for our visitors in Iran and Great Britain and all over the world that are listening. Oh, we okay. We leave the house to but walk. It's usually just the two of us. And it's definitely always a social distancing type thing. Or yeah. it's to drop off something to your mother. Yeah. It's or, not or, or to go shopping. Yeah. But it's not like flim flam kind of like, oh, we're going out, you know, we're going out for the hell of it. No, but we've we've, you know <clears throat> But we, we we're taking walks and Yeah. We've hmm. been active. We've been fairly active. But, Are we? We were up the street the other day. Our neighbors, oh, that was fun. Okay, wait, let me tell that story. Did a social distancing. Yeah, kind so of we a took a walk. Circle. I begged him. I'm like, can we just take a walk to the end of our street? Because our end of our street is like ten minutes. It's boom. It's a dead, dead end. end. So I can usually get a little walk out of him. And we walked. And our neighbors had in their front yard chairs set up in a circle. A social distancing <laughs> circle. Quite far spread out, and they're like, "You want to join us?" And we did. We had a little social distancing alcohol. Yeah, it was actually really nice. And um, we talked and we were there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, am I keeping you awake? No, it's just that I, we had dinner. We had pasta for dinner and I had a glass and of you wine. Wanted to do the podcast, I might have so also that. had an alcohol slushy before that. Yeah, tell them about that. Well, here's the thing. When you're in quarantine and you find that Within five minutes of walking distance, there's a place that sells alcohol slushies. We we have a beer distributor about three blocks away from us around the corner, and Not we didn't even know, three blocks. We, we didn't know that. I mean, it's one of those kind of uh, fancy. You know, you can get whatever kind of beer they have, like every kind of beer. That's there. a beer distributor, honey. It's a <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I don't drink beer, so I don't know about these. It's just a beer distributor. Oh, okay. Well, okay. No, I I. I sorry, I should stand corrected. It is fancy in the sense that it has these slushy machines. No, no, but I mean, there's a lot of. Does every beer distributor have like every kind of beer like that? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Like even like crazy microbrewery brewery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm I mean, a, it's fan. You're right because they I'm have these a, slushy I've machines. I've never been a beer drinker. I never will be a beer drinker unless it's Frambois or something, or like hard apple cider. I can do that. Yeah. So we but, drove by it, and yeah, there so they had this big sign. sign in front of the place <laughs> that said "alcoholic slushies." And I was like, "Hold on, oh, we're going there." Back it up, beep, beep, beep. Oh, there. And we and we went in, and I'm not kidding you. I think there's at least one, two, three, four, five, six, six or eight slushy slurpy machines. And the best part about it is the guy. We'll take a clean cup and he'll let you try it. And you're pu- you'll pull your mask down. I'll pull my mask down, take a sip, and I'll be like, yes, I want to buy that. So today we had we split a 32-ounce strawberry slushy. And then I had 
Alcoholic. 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 12% alcohol. And then I had a a glass of wine with dinner. And plus we had pasta. So I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling sleepy. Anyway. Feeling good right now during the quarantine. So it's been a while since we've done a podcast. But I want to say that I had the best, best phone call the other day. My friend Kirsten. Holla. Shout out to Kirsten. Um, She called me and we did a little FaceTime. And she's like, I heard my name on the podcast. And I will say... I'm going to say, like, honestly, the phone calls and the FaceTimes with friends lately have been amazing. We've been playing every Saturday. Me and my sister and my brother-in-law and my niece and nephew, Jack and Maddie. And. My mom. And. Kathy and Richard from London. Name check. Yeah, our friends, our two friends who are uh, quarantined up in Wales and Snowdonia. So we've all been having a big Zoom meeting. We've been having so much fun. Just so we, playing games. <laughs> just playing games for like an hour. Categories. Charades. charades. What else do we have? Um, Pictionary. Yeah. And um, so that's been like something fun to count on. And so we've actually been kind of busy. Paul's been recording his YouTube channel every night, like yeah, he said. And also I'm doing some projects for other people. A lot of people seem to want to do albums right now, so it's been easy to lay down a bass part and kind of send it out if uh, if you have that kind of capability. that This is a time where I'm learning more how to do it, and yeah. now I can kind of send somebody a bass line for their song. It's, I, it's interesting. I have been really, really like... I have to say I've been getting massive joy and enjoyment out of oil painting. I've been painting up in my little studio office and I got to tell you, like, I've been getting so much out of it and I do need, if anyone wants to send me oil paints or canvases, I I do need some more oil paints. Yeah, please send her oil paints. Please send me oil paints or canvases, canvases, little mini canvases. Because people do that. Well, I mean, who knows? Somebody could be listening and be like, oh, well, you know, I want to help her. Oh, you want to send me sister uh, out? Dean Markley SR2000 uh, medium light. Don't jump on me. Don't jump on my request. Uh, You just totally You just asked for oil paint and canvases. Yeah, because maybe someone's like, oh, she's she's stretching herself. How about staff paper? You want to send me some staff paper? I could always use that. Maybe you just you How about just a totally monster stepped. cable? Monster base cable. <laughs> you just totally foot. stepped on me just now. Anyway, I've been oil painting and um really liking it. And in a weird way, in a sort of roundabout way, I've I've felt like a lot closer to my dad who passed away seven years ago. Was it seven years? Uh, Time is 12. so weird. It's twelve, it was eight years. Eight years. God, time is so weird. And um, my dad didn't do a lot of painting, but um, but he was very good, very talented, and um, it's been this very like cathartic thing. I'm I'm actually kind of proud of the work that I've been doing up in my little studio, and um, also I didn't know I could do it, so I just jumped in because I I I'm not a perfectionist like you, but I am worried about. Oh, I'm a perfectionist. You're a self-proclaimed perfectionist. Yeah, I tend to be with some things, but I'm, I'm letting go of that. Yeah. I'm so starting to let go of that. With the whole oil painting thing, I thought, well, I'm just going to do it and no one's going to see it because it's in my little room. 
I love your painting. It's beautiful. She painted me two really beautiful pieces to match the walls in my studio. And they're nothing like what I've been doing. I immediately hung up. They're amazing. Like yours are very like, yours are very modern and, and what I've been painting has been very like pastoral and seaside. Is and that one of your paintings over there? I'm looking That's a watercolor. A, I decided I would just try watercolor looking and at a I've beautiful, decided. Beautiful Monet-esque yeah, kind of but I've romantic decided, looking watercolor It's It's actually, that's a landscape actually. That's gorgeous. <coughs> that's beautiful. But I decided that watercolor isn't like my thing. Thing. And it's funny because, like, I've never painted before. Are you turning into one of these earthy, crunchy, kind of uh, granola-eating... No, oh, I've turned into this person who just, like, I find so much satisfaction from the paint and, like, the creation. I love that you... And I don't sketch first. No, I just no. jump in. Well, I love that you don't judge it at all. You're I don't judge like, it. I do it. I do, do it. Does it? Do you have a picture in your head? Or yeah, it, I do. That's a great question. That's amazing. Oh my god, that's a that's, great question. That's amazing. That's crazy that you asked me that. So because you have a finished painting in your head. Yes, but I don't sketch because I can't sketch and then paint. So that's I just always, go right to the paint. That's you know the the painting you love that I did for you years ago of Max and Scout. Yes. I I painted a picture. I don't like to paint because I'm a perfectionist. It's really... You just said... <laughs> you just admitted it. I guess it came out. <coughs> okay. um, it's too hard to control. It's it's too hard to control when you paint, I find. It's hard. Oh, see, the thing with it's oils really, is... really, really hard to control. So when I did that painting with uh, the boys <coughs> I love... Yeah. So the boys are... I, see, hold I, on, let me clarify for our listeners. Sure. So we have two, we have two cats. Max, who lives and will always be... The king. Your true love, your my best true friend. true love, my best friend. Um, we lost him to cancer in 2018. 18 December, his right brother, before New Year's. His brother, Scout, like actual brother, is still with us. He'll be turning 17. In about a week. In about a week. We call them the boys. And we've always called them the boys. So that's who he's referring to. And then, as you know, if you've listened to earlier podcasts, we adopted Charlie and his brother Jack, who passed away a few months ago. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't want to... Well, the painting I did for you of Max and Scout. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. I, And I did it from a picture. You know, the, the picture of them sitting on the yeah. chair when you had that wicker chair or whatever in the kitchen, the white yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did it from a painting, and I had to sketch it first. There's no way I could have done it if I hadn't sketched it. I have to sketch it and then kind of color it with the paint. See, you haven't seen but all, any of the paintings I've done. I've done. I've, my was always my <coughs> medium growing up. I sketched. I pencil drew. That was what I did. I was a pencil drawer. But you haven't seen any of the... Like the painting I did for you that was like very... Modern. Modern and, and, and inspired by sound waves and stuff from yes. your studio. Yes. You haven't seen any of the paintings that I've been working on up in my studio. So like... I'm actually kind of excited to show you what I've what are been you doing working with on. Bar relief now. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> a lot of like landscape. I'm doing a lot da of Vinci? landscape. No, I'm in two. I'm in two like obsessive things, which is the ocean and landscape. I think it's fascinating that you have it all in your head. It's kind of crazy. I can't believe you asked me that because, see, the thing about oils is you can paint it and let it dry for a couple of days and then come back to it. Yeah. And change it up. Yeah. And with watercolors, you can't do that. Like, you can't go, oh, this is so when I... So you just have to be like, this is this is it right now. Well, remember when I told you, like, I've been waiting. I want a fine, fine, fine 
paintbrush, like detail paintbrush that I can't finish the paintings without it. Uh-huh. But like I'll paint them and then I'll come back to them in a few hours or the next day and I'll be like, oh, that's not the color green I wanted in the painting. And I'll go back and I'll try to mix a new color and then I'll paint over it. Mm-hmm. Until I get like the effect. And the thing with oil paintings is you can keep just layering and layering until you get what you want. And I like that. It's like a work in progress. Okay, so. Until I get what's in my head. That sounds like what Da Vinci worked with. What they worked with in old days when they say that they x-rayed <coughs> the Mona yes, Lisa. Yes, masters painted over themselves. And, and there was a painting of the Mona Lisa under the Mona Lisa. Yes. They, they re So you can paint over with oil paints. I did. I painted over. I had a whole painting of trees that I painted completely over. I just got rid of it and I was like, I'm starting over. And also I'm doing this, okay, this is like too much information, but I've started this technique where I paint really deliberately. Like I paint a picture and then I just blur it out. Like I spend all this time on detail and then I just sort of destroy it. So it has an impressionistic feel and I've like really gotten into the, the creating and then releasing it into this other, other, um, wow. I could never, my creative process <coughs> is really different and it's kind of a build. It's kind of a snowball thing where I get a, an idea or a seed of an idea and then things grow from that and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't have a, and I, it's hard for me and I, I hate to admit this as an artist. It's hard for me to destroy things. I know. But as an artist, oh, I know how important that is when I'm writing an arrangement of something. How important it is to be able to walk away, yeah, from something. But <coughs> I tend to. This is a new compositional technique that I've used, where people have been doing this forever. Where you write four bars of something, or you have three chords, and then you put that away. Yeah. So when it comes time to write a song or put a song together, you go to your scrap box. Yeah. And you go, oh, this thing is nice. Let me make this the front of this. Oh, and I'll put this bridge with it where you have, you assemble all these kind of parts. So it sounds like a Beatles song. It sounds like a day in the life, you know? It sounds yeah. like, oh, well, there's this, this part. The segments. The, you hear these different colors that have yeah. been put together. Well, I learned something. Like, I learned something from when I did Up and Away, the musical written by Kevin Blank and Kristen Blank. You can know. you can say their names. All right, Kevin Hammond's you, Kristen Bear. These are... Um, public figures. Kevin used to always say, as he's because he was writing, it was an original musical. He was writing as we were going on. He he'd find something and he'd love it. And he'd be like, "I gotta kill the baby," <laughs> meaning like you've created something, but now you gotta but kill you gotta it because it, it doesn't go. work. You gotta let it and go. And so when I was up there painting, I was like thinking, "Oh, this is like look at this." And I thought, "But well, what would happen if I destroyed That's it?" That's hilarious. And in the destroying the minutiae that I'm creating and something else is reborn, it has freed me so much. It's like I, I'm like having these moments up in my studio where I'm like, there's beauty in 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 ruining what you've created. Well, that's amazing. I think you've just given <laughs> us the title of this podcast. I think it's it's gonna be You Gotta Kill the Baby. Ah! People think I'm crazy. <laughs> People will wanna hear immediately, so that's where the title came from. Also, I'll say this because it's been it's been a hard couple weeks. Um, I know that it's hard being in quarantine with me. <laughs> She's looking right into my eyes, ladies. I know and it's hard. I know it's hard, but it's like 
I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. you I'm grateful, grateful that our family is okay. You know what I'm grateful for? <clears throat> I absolutely... Okay, the first few weeks was unbearable not being able to go and lift weights because I had attached my whole life cycle around going to the gym and your worth and my self-worth yeah like uh, part of that is we haven't been around people so it doesn't matter what people think of me nobody's seen me right um i'm gonna blow my nose excuse me <clears throat> but it was really hard but when we started doing and i'm still working out you know that i'm still finding calisthenics to do and push-ups and pull-ups on the back deck and you know, I'm still trying to stay healthy. But when we started doing yoga, that became my favorite part of the whole day. That became my delight to do yoga with you. And I've learned so much about myself through it. And I've learned how to breathe, <coughs> how to breathe deeply and how to be in the moment. And every opportunity I have, we, we set up our mats next to each other like side by side so that it's like one long mat practically and every opportunity i have to look at you i'm going to look at you and be in that moment and think about how much i love you and how thankful i am to be there and it taught me something last night when i was playing i felt like my playing went from a six to a seven because i learned how to stop and breathe i thought about yoga and i thought Take a second, breathe. Breathe into it. Breathe into the music. You know how they tell you to breathe it, breathe into your legs if you're stretching them. Breathe into your part of the body. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. And I started breathing into the phrases and breathing into the chord. Breathe into the music. That's so and important. then wait. Then wait and see what happens. Yeah. Don't try to force the issue. Breathe right. into it and then see what happens. Yeah. But yoga is my favorite part of the day. That's really great. Although there are some days I cannot wait to get to that shavasana. I cannot wait. That's when you just stop and land. When she's back. like, and now let's lay on our back and spread your legs. You're out. like, finally. I'm like, oh my god, thank you, thank you so much. I thought when you're like, when you were talking, I thought you were gonna say something else. You're like, I like the yoga, but sometimes my favorite part of the day is a slushy. And I thought that's what you're gonna. <laughs> I would love to take, I I love naps. I would love to have more oh, naps. Oh, I know. I'd like to have a nap too. I would love to have like but an here's afternoon the thing nap. Like a three o'clock nap. You, you know what I'm going to say yes. about the nap. Here's, here's what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Here's exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> I am bad with naps because I can't take a 20 minute nap. No, no. That's not I, what I'm going to say. I take two hour naps. No, And when true. you try to wake me up, you're I'm mean. grumpy. You're mean. That's not what I was going to say, but also true. I was going to say, honey, you need to wake up before 11 in the morning in order to justify I, I a 3 o'clock nap. I have been up at 11. Today I got up at 10.30. Yesterday I got up... <laughs> listen. Yesterday I got up at 9.30. It's hard, Chris. It's hard. I know, but gonna, you can't justify a 2 or 3 no, o'clock no, no, no. nap when you've woken but up at 10.30. I'm going to be real with you. My music, <laughs> my music time during this whole quarantine in general, has, has mostly been at the end of the day, 10 o'clock and later. 
I go down in All right, the wait, basement listen, at 10 o'clock. Listen, let's That's be clear. That's when I practice. That's when I play. Let's be clear. Sometimes it goes till 1. Sometimes it goes till 3 okay, because I'm playing Let the me bass. jump in. Yes. I've been really trying to urge him to wake up earlier and get the day started. You mean on 4 But he can't asleep. break the cycle. Let me finish. Okay, you can't sorry. break the cycle of staying up late, sleeping in late. I said, wake up earlier. Wake up you know, be up and be present at nine in the morning and do your workout and play your music in the morning. Before he, you're up. <laughs> no, I'm up early because I'm teaching, but you can't break that up late cycle. I could definitely break that cycle. All right. You want to make a bet? Starting, yes. Starting Monday. Tomorrow. <laughs> you put it off no, three tomorrow, days. Tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the studio. All right. That's a whole nother issue. We'll talk about that another yeah. time. Okay. All right. Well... Waking up early and getting your day started is what I think is the most productive part. Okay. I'll, I'll try it next week. What time I'm, do you want to get up next week? Um, I mean, be present, not be like sipping your day. coffee. Yeah. To be honest with you? Yeah. How about 8.30? Amazing. You're going to be present at 8.30? Yeah. Okay. There you have it all, y'all. <laughs> Now it's on. Now people. In... This was your whole purpose was to get me on tape saying I would get up early. Yes, it was. Okay. I love you. Oh, that's it. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about it? No, I just I was worshiping you and yoga and. <laughs> I worship you. Totally giving you credit. I know that it's not hard uh, to be locked up with me. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. All you lucky people out there. I'm kidding. I know that it's difficult to be locked up with me. I know that. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll get better as we get the hang of it. We've worked through every single emotion you could probably work through in the last eight weeks. Yeah. And I'm happy to be back to the good ones again. Yeah, me too. All right, well, we'll have more podcasts and one more themes and more like specific themes. But we just wanted to sort of reconnect because life's been a little chaotic Believe it or not, we've been we've actually been busy, which is not bad. We've been really busy. I think school, I think the whole on, online teaching thing, yeah, is really <coughs> taking up a lot more time than we thought it was going to. Yeah, they tell you, oh yeah, be online this time every day, and things are. I mean, I fill up my schedule with private lessons, so I'm gonna give you a kiss right now. Say it first. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Be safe.